A grand slam weekend for Charlie, Mercedes keeps punching above its weight, the Red Bull ain't reliable, and Scooter Seb is born. Let's jump the start. What's up, everybody? Welcome in Jump to Start Racing Podcast. I'm here with two of my closest friends. Yes, he say hello. Hi. Ruben. What's going on, guys? How is he not excited? I, I don't know. How is our, our resident Ferrari fan just not, you know, hi? Hi. Listen, 23 races. Yeah. Got 20 left. Yeah. And after this weekend, what I am seeing is that the Mercedes are still hanging around. Yeah. Everybody's still hanging around. Well, it's the start of the season. And this would have been the perfect weekend for Ferrari to just step on their throats if both cars finish. Dude. Guys, before we get into that conversation, make sure to follow (laughs) us at Jump to Start F1 on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Make sure to drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. We're all over the place. Um, jump to start F1 podcast, jump to start racing podcast, whatever you want to look up, it's going to come up. Um, <laughs> please, okay. please leave us a review. Um, with that said, Ruben, how was your weekend, my man? Too short. Too short. You know, you say that every week. I know. There's a, yeah, I don't want to go to work. Okay. Right. I don't want to go to work. <laughs> I don't wanna. There go you go. Work. I don't wanna work tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. That same song I'm talking about. Today I don't feel like doing any. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had a phenomenal weekend. Wow. Well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I had a phenomenal weekend spending with some family, my uh, baby cousin's birthday. So. I think uh, going forward, you should ask Yancy first. How was this weekend? Okay. So well, that way, inspiring. Yeah. There you go. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not like I don't ask this every week. I know, but yeah. it, it will inspire me to, like, for example, last week he was like, don't you remember when we went to, to the BR? Oh, yeah, I went to the BR. You know, like, I got to get, like, I got to go back on weekend mode so I'm already on work mode. Dude, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. You, you lead an interesting life. Yeah. Well, how do you forget? It's, it's the age, isn't it? Could be. Anyway. <laughs> he said could be. Don't know. <laughs> you know what it is. You know what is it? He's working really, really hard to be a crazy rich Dominican. And speaking of that, well, Singapore, the stage of the crazy rich Asians, is being rumored. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. You know what? I feel bad, Wells. What's that? Because nobody ever asked you how your weekend was. Nobody cares. <laughs> so Singapore, being set up, <laughs> it's being rumored as potentially receiving a second. He's not even laughing. <laughs> potentially receiving a, I'm crying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the Doc Rivers Doc gif where like it just zooms in and he's like, uh, what? Nope. <laughs> Se- uh, Singapore. Let's try this again. You guys ruined my awesome segue. Singapore is being rumored to receive a second race replacing the Russian Grand Prix that was eliminated after the invasion of Ukraine. This would be two consecutive races for Singapore, who ha- similar to Australia has not received a race since or has not hosted a race since 2019. 
this race would be in the twilight hours versus the night race that we typically see in Singapore. And that's going to make a difference. Go ahead. I mean, it's not really going to make a difference. It'll just be two straight weekends in Singapore, which is kind of awesome, I think. I don't know. I like that race. It'd be awesome if you're visiting. Huh? If you're visiting. Let's say if we go, right? Yeah. We go visit. Yeah. It'd be cool to stay for a whole week in Singapore. And see two races? Yeah. That would be awesome. Uh, that would be Are dope. you excited about that? If there would be two races? I would be excited about a race in Singapore. One race in Singapore. Yeah, since we haven't had one since 2019. Yeah. I'm okay with one, two. I'd rather that than go back to Qatar. I'd rather see Sepang back on that. Well, that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, me too, but it's not going to happen. I'd rather, yeah. Ruben? I mean, Singapore races, unless something happens to make it interesting, they're boring. Unless you get like a lap by Hamilton like he did in the qualifying. Well, that's qualifying. Yeah, unless you get like an incident on the race, like, you know, that time that. The Max or whatever, the Ferraris crashed at the beginning. We saw, but that was at the beginning of the race. We saw uh, Vettel overtake Leclerc, right, in the pits. Yeah. That was interesting. That was a long time ago. Remember also went on. Yeah, well, that was Ferrari. Was, that was the last time actually Ferrari won uh, before this. It becomes like a like a super strategic race to do. I remember also, come uh, Felipe Massa was like a super, when he came out of the pits, it was, uh, you know, it's like an incident that happened actually during the race. You know, I like the race. Singapore, boring, Singapore is like the uh, Monaco, the Asian Monaco. Uh, I, w- I don't know if I at least Singapore is faster though. Yeah, I don't the know if I that but the, I don't, maybe it'll be more interesting with the newer cars. Remember the follow better. The all comparison situations back then too as well. Yeah, they were that, both that was, yeah, that was interesting. I think I would like to see the second race if we get another crash gate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So that, I mean, that's removing. Uh, Russia, we'll see. We'll see what develops. You know, it's among Listen, the, the top options. Any race they put on the track will be better than going to Russia. Oh, well, visually speaking, I love Singapore. It looks cool, but yes. I don't. The racing is never that fun. So, would would you want to race at Le Castellet over Russia? I don't. I don't think so. What the hell is Le Castellet? Le Castellet French, French, French Grand, Grand Prix. Come on, man. Oh, that's, my bad. That track nah. is horrible. I think that track is even worse than Russia. That's a rainbow rainbow track, right? Yeah, Rainbow Road. Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. Rainbow Road. No. <laughs> yeah, sometimes like, sounds like a Beatles car. The, the helicopter <laughs> shot. You're like, okay, where's the car going? Where's the car yeah. going? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make like sure I'm... to collect the star in the blue shell. <laughs> um, it's like a Maricor. <laughs> should get should get high and watch that race. See what happens. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Moving on to the next bit of news. Man, Maybe drunk. Days. No. <laughs> so the next bit of news, um, F1 drivers issued jewelry ban reminder by the FIA ahead of Australia. Dude, so there was this, and then there was the whole, they could check your underwear and make sure you're in the right underwear. I I think that they're uh, kind of overreaching their powers here, the FIA. I love Gasly's response. What was his response? He said, do you want to check my arse? You can check my arse. If you want to check my cock, you can check oh my, my cock. <laughs> it was, he said it. That was, yeah, that was a say, quote. Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, listen, what basically what they want is that they want to make sure that the underwear is fireproof. Yeah. So, uh, But nobody makes fireproof underwear. They don't even give it to the drivers. So I, what's the, like, I don't, what, what is this so all about? So they had to pass the, the outer part show uniforms? Did they have like a... And they like have a, the like fireproof, o- like the overalls that you see them when they, 
when they when they get out of the cars, they take off the, like the actual overalls yes. and they have the long johns. Yeah, they have the long johns. There you go. So yeah, what? so it has um, to pass the the outer uniforms, the long johns, long and, johns. Then and then they want you to protect your private parts. You already burn, but they want you to protect your private parts. I mean, I get it, but it's like right. Well, it's like does any is there a, a company that makes them that way? Or are they sa- probably are the they company they... that makes the long johns is able to make it? Who knows? Yeah, but Alpha then, Atari. But how are they gonna <laughs> check that? How are they gonna? They, it just just doesn't make any sense because. Unless you have a supplier that's already doing it, then then you tell them, all right, use this, but they don't even have that. So gotcha. And why now? Like it's just random. And I mean, if now? you mean to tell me that we're wearing jewelry like baseball player styles where they were like big chains and stuff yeah. like that, then you're like, okay, but wearing a freaking little ring? Or like uh Lewis in the interview told Max, oh, you know, you come on, you you know you have your, your nipple ring. <laughs> and Max doesn't yeah, want to see it again. You want to see it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I've I seen Ruben's know. nipple ring, by the way. <laughs> I'm seeing it right now. Bro. Yeah, well, you can see it's cold, cold in here. here. Yeah. It's cold in here. <laughs> 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 uh, it's not much. Not much to. It, it, it's a band that like doesn't really need to be reminded. I mind you that I, I, there was the, the driver meeting lasted longer than it than it had to be. I think Lewis Hamilton. That was like the. The weirdest and longest driver briefing he's ever attended. This was the one right before between qualifying and the race. I think it was before before, before the that weekend. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's when all of this stuff was announced. Yeah. So it's just. Weird. But they're going to digital. Why did it take so long? The meeting. Because. Uh, well, because there's other things that we'll we'll get to for sure. Yeah, gotcha. but I mean that's. I mean, part like, of because it. of little BS like this. It's just weird. No, there's there's some other BS. So I mean, I'm pretty sure they have their reasons, and that they're, some of them are valid. But it's just weird. And why is this even published? Yeah, right. Because it'll still be part of the driver weight. Yeah. Thing. No, but they were saying just it's a safety thing. Like it might inhibit them getting out of the car or whatever. Okay. I get it. I mean, there's probably. I mean, again, there's probably valid reasons that we don't know about. But it's just. Why sh- why does it have to be published to the news? Yeah, maybe it's yeah. part of the whole fire retardant thing because once you heat up jewelry, it'll definitely scar you, right? Oh, that, that's that, that, so, you know, that, that, like that's, that's a valid thing. But that's they yeah. said, oh, safety getting out of the car. Um, okay, so I got the underwear thing too, but it's just like why even mention that? <laughs> speaking of um, speaking of why the drivers' meeting was long, let's do the race weekend review. Gentlemen, a short view back to the past. I'm not doing it, guys. <laughs> so, one day you will. The FIA removed. So, coming into the weekend, year, right? we had four DRS zones me. and three. I'm sorry, two like I'm de- not here. detection zones. I feel so bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Just being totally ignored. Yes. Coming into race weekend, we had four DRS zones. And two detection zones. I'm, I'm working with two clowns here. They're no longer my closest friends. Um, <laughs> doesn't even laugh. Four DRS zones coming into the weekend. Yep, yep. We do so one of the things that was discussed at the driver's meeting led by, or this discussion was led by Fernando Alonso, is the removal of, and this is actually what ended up happening, the removal of the DRS zones between turns eight and turns nine, which is, that long straight, that long curved straight, in which I, I questioned it last week, saying it's not even a straight. How do you expect to be able to keep the downforce mm-hmm. while kind of going around? It's like a, a water feature, right? But it wasn't even that. It was that once you close up the DRS, you're going so fast that, and we saw a bunch of that this weekend, that you're going to overshoot 
that turn nine to turn ten kink. Um, as a result, there was a lot less overtaking. There was some drivers that were actually complaining of the fact that there was not enough overtaking, and that would have helped. That that section would have helped the amount of overtakes. Was that the section as well where Paris overtook Hamilton? I don't recall in the race, but that. I don't. I don't. That recall. was a long. He went the long way, right? Yep. Yeah, I believe that was. Yeah. Gotcha. But honestly, you see, if you look at the the track map, looks eerily similar to that curve where um, in Saudi Arabia, where uh, where Mick Schumacher put it in the wall, it had a huge crash there. Um, it's almost like a blind curve where you can't see it. So if you leave a DRS on there. I, I can see I, where they true. would. Yeah. That's, that's also a good point. Yeah, I can see where they would they would say, yeah, that's a bit dangerous. If you if you if that's one of the fastest parts of the track, regardless. Regardless, of so it is almost like a blind. It's almost like a blind corner. So if you if you hit a curb and you go into the wall, that's pretty dangerous. You're done. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I can see why they why they took it away. Yeah, it might have taken. Yeah, obviously it's gonna. That's it, a one less chance to overtake, but. I mean, we also saw that we had a bit of a DRS train forming during the race, too. Which was kind of funny. It was. To, to be honest. The, but, that, um, but it was interesting to watch because it was fighting for, like, the last few position points. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, they took a little DRS train, but nobody's making any ground. As far as, like, who's going to take who and stuff like that. Let's. Well, we'll, we'll get there. We'll, but we'll get there. Saying, we'll yeah. get there. So. But I think that's the reason why it's, just, it's a very similar corner to not a corner, but I'm saying very similar to that Saudi Arabia so part that, where that where Mick Schumacher went off. That like, and we also saw I think it was Ocon that almost went off on there too. Yeah, yeah. So I was gonna say, is that where also Science at the end went off? Is that was that turn? Yeah, I, that's the a lot of that. drivers went off heading into that kink. A lot of drivers. Mm -hmm. okay, okay. That's what Magnuson as well. Magnuson, yep, yeah, for yeah. sure. Magnuson was able to save it. So it, it's one of those things like, man, imagine they did have DRS going into that. Then you have to close the DRS, make sure that like your car, the air re-engages, slow down, make the turn. Like they were already cutting it close. I, I it's a know. lot, yeah. It's a lot. I think it's, it's something that could still be explored when, when they have the, I guess, the balance of the cars better. Right at, at the level that they are right now, they probably this the it's tough to to even right now they're having a problems because of you know whatever the bouncing Purposing. and all the other stuff. So imagine you have to close the DRS, you're jumping all over the place, slam on the brakes, and still slow down, blah blah, you know all right. that stuff. Right. Because right? most of the the bouncing around happens when Unlocked. I guess the, the 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 aerodynamics take over as far as like when you when you're with like almost a touch speed and you start to slow down. That's when well, that. it gets worse when you're going faster. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, it probably is something that could be looked at. After all these cars are balanced, because I don't even think right now anybody has a balanced car. So there's, yes, you mentioned it. There, so there's a section like this in Saudi Arabia. There's a section like this in Turkey. There's a section like this in Coda, mm -hmm. and also in Russia, where it's just long, uh, long straight. curve. It's a yeah. It's a not long, really a straight, but it's a long, but it's curve. curved. Yeah. None of those have DRS zones. None of those are DRS zones. So, like, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense to... I mean, I get it. But it's also the visibility uh, uh, factor, too, because, well, you have to understand, too, that this is a... It's, a, it's, it's half... It's like a hybrid street track, um, but you have walls, yeah. so you can't see, you know, going into... Especially when you're going that fast, you can't see the night. You may know the corners, but if something happens 
right at that the reaction that, that chicane. It looks like a chicane. Yeah, yeah. Um, happens yeah, there. Much, yeah. yeah, I mean, and you're hitting it hard. It's it's also tough to see. It's a lot of things that play into it. But I think visibility is also is also key there. So I mean, it's it's a tough call. Trust me, we have a we have experience with the little king carrier. When I was when I was a gamer, at one point. <laughs> Well, for all of five seconds? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's where Wellington actually, you know, pretty much no. almost T-boned me. When yeah. you fucking Hold on, hold me. on. Wellington, no. I saw I the was video. Ahead. I was ahead. He launched me into... That wasn't March. a T-bone. That was like... I was in Australia. You shot me to Singapore. That's how hard you hit me. I don't, I don't remember that Yo, one. Yo, his legs were here and his, the, 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 the upper body <laughs> thank was God, the Thank side. God not, the games are, if one another physically, whatever, sure. they show me like body parts. Was there, yeah. Did you have damage on? Or? We did not because racing with him, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily you can't beat yourself in that game. I either. saw the video. You can't lie out of this one. Come bro. on. Why, why, why am I getting bullied? It was hilarious though. Yeah. It was uh, some people say I'm very hilarious. Um... <laughs> <laughs> The FIA <laughs> seems dying. to be cracking down on. So along with those rule changes to like the un- not rule changes but reminders to the underwear to to jewelry, they're also finding or they did find Sebastian Vettel five thousand dollars or euros for driving a scooter onto the track during FP one. Was it, was FP one already over? Was a red flag? I don't. I think I don't even see FP one. I just saw like. And I saw the like the article that he got fined was, but obviously he broke the regulations that they have towards I guess rules and all that. Yeah, yeah. And I but, feel like but, but, that you are fan based sports, sport. Wouldn't you like that? That one of the guys, you know, that he was out for two for two races because of COVID. And unfortunately, he crashed out. People want to see him. He had a horrible week. <laughs> yeah, weekend. That was a highlight. That was the highlight of his week. I probably yes. that's probably the fastest he ever went this weekend. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Who asked the Martin? <laughs> Listen, man, I I love Seb is the best. Yes. Seb has multiple personalities. You have Inspector Seb. Inspector Seb. Now you got Scooter Scooter Seb. That's what I'm calling it. Scooter Seb. I like his helmet. Uh, we have the environmentalist Seb. Uh, you know, engineering Seb. Dude is like a jack of all trades. Um, but he needs a better haircut though. Yeah. Because this haircut, dude looks like shaggy. He looked like he got high and watched the race at the La Castellet. <laughs> I don't know. So to me, it just kind of, it's almost like, okay, the FIA, you know, under new leadership, let's be a little more serious. Let's find Sebastian Vettel. Let's remind people of these rules. This is just kind of what it is. Uh, and we're not going to go down a path where teams and drivers could start getting away with stuff. That's the way I interpret it. Well, I mean, I agree. With, I agree with that. There was there. Was, I felt like there was a lot of incidents that were either noted or penalized this weekend. We saw a couple of them. Um, yeah, well, I mean, uh, this weekend and, and, got, and last race heading into this race, you got rid of Michael Massey. You got the new, the new the regime, new, the new regime in town, the trio. <laughs> So I mean that that's what's happening. I guess you know everybody has to fall in line, and it is what it is. I guess it's better that you have rules than you don't have rules. Put it that way, uh, because if you don't have rules, then you get the mess what happened in Abu Dhabi last year. So, mm-hmm. oof, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, qualifying. Charles Leclerc on pole, Max Verstappen second, Sergio Perez third, 
Lando Norris fourth and Lewis Hamilton fifth, followed by George Russell. So there's a lot to talk about here. Um, yes, you do want to lead off. <clears throat> Go ahead, Jens. Started off Saturday, finished it right on Sunday. You Grand guys Slam. Still, you guys, the Grand Slam. He got pole, mm-hmm. let every lap, mm-hmm. got the win, uh-huh. plus uh-huh. the fastest lap. Get him. Uh, I said this at the start of the season. I, I put the line at plus or minus 16 pole positions for Charles Leclerc. Oof. You got two out of three so far. He's got two out of three, and, and it took only, a miracle lap from Perez for him not to have which three. Which Perez out of three. said he could do that lap a thousand times and not do that one once. So I'm going to ask you guys again: over or under 16 pole positions for Charles Leclerc? Under. That's a tough number. Is it? Who beats him? Hmm. Who beats him those eight times? No, seven. We got seven more. No, dude. You already lost one. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay. Shit, man. You don't That's think tough. Actually, I mean, seven. He needs to lose. You said, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You, you say over? I, I say... I say... That's that's a tough line. Sixteen, bro. Yeah, that's a tough line. Maybe I should lower it to fourteen. I I would say definitely over fourteen. I, that, that one I, I could I could get behind. No, you still don't. No, I mean he'll try, get close. He's trying, to, he's trying to contain his enthusiasm. He'll get close, but it's just this who's going to beat him. The, so for example, my opinion goes on what we've seen so far in the last three races. Oh yeah, I mean that's all we can. There's call. two people that can beat him. Okay, two people that can beat him. Okay, and two people. No, no, there's three people that can beat him. And there's two people that don't have the car under him to do that. Okay? Max definitely do it. And then you have the two Mercedes boys, which we know how good George Russell is in qualifying, Mr. Saturday. And, of course, we have the person with the most poles ever in F1, Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, see, I love you, but Hamilton was one full second off of Charles Leclerc's place. I got you. I got you. Right now. But what I'm saying is that we, Mercedes is going to get better. Max will definitely come into play as far as pole positions because that car is fast, especially when we're at tracks where top speed is important. Charles Leclerc beat Max all three times this year. It's 14. At least 11 more. 14 or times. Even though, I'll tell you what, when when uh, he was in the Ferrari, which you guys say it was a cheating engine, well, you always say it, which was true, but you That's always say true. it okay. anyways. I'm just preempting your attacks here. Um, He did get 10 poles that season. Even when he wasn't in the, fir- the, in the fastest engine, car. In, in the fastest car. He was getting pole positions. Granted, one of them he cheated by crashing and eliminating Max Verstappen's lap. In Monaco, here comes the hate. There's always comes the hate, even if I preempt it. Always, oh, there's always hate. Listen, you just gotta call a spade a spade. Cheaters are cheaters, right? Um, but it's proven that if you give him a winning car, he'll put it on pole and win the race. Absolutely. So here, here is here is and and so we talked about. Is there anything else to say about qualifying? 
No, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. I so I want to come back to Ferrari because we're going to talk about them later. Mm-hmm. But well, we also uh, 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 signs. Signs should have been up. He, there. he just had a bad weekend. He had a bad weekend. His car was not there. Yeah, this I mean, well, let, let's talk about that because um, he had an issue with the steering wheel, mm-hmm. and right at the end of qualifying, there was a. A stupid ass crash between um Stroll between the two Canadians strolling the teeth, which should have never happened. So he wasn't able to put in a banker lap, and he was behind. Mm-hmm. And the car didn't want to start <laughs> coming out. So I mean, as good as Ferrari has been this year, you got the other half of the team that's not really. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say the other half of the don't team don't is don't not really performing. Don't say that. I w- yeah, I would say that he just had a bad weekend. Carlos Sainz is right now. Third in the um, championship, the drivers' championship. Leclerc has seventy-one with two race wins, yes. right, and two fastest laps. So mm-hmm. that's twenty-six across both of those. So that's fifty-two points right there. Mm-hmm. Carlos Sainz has thirty-three points. He didn't even finish the last race, and mm-hmm. he would have been on the podium. I can't say that he's not bringing up. You know, he's got more points than Max, than Lewis, than Sergio Perez. Mm-hmm. It's hard to say he's not holding up his end. No, I'm not saying that he is. He's not holding. Up. I'm saying the team. Yeah, why? I'm saying the team needs to. Why is Jansen only, a little bit only like a like a Leclerc fanboy? <laughs> I mean, we knew this. Coming. No, but I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Signs is not performing. I'm saying that the team needs to. Well, you just trashed him too much. I didn't trash him. I trashed the team. Oh. Hey, listen. He couldn't get out of the. He he couldn't get out on time. Uh, for after after he got after the red flag, he couldn't get out on time because the car didn't want to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was an issue with the steering wheel that he that the buttons weren't working, which mm-hmm. popped up again uh, at, the, at the beginning of the race, mm-hmm. which prompted him to get on the hards at the beginning of the, even though I think that he still could have, considering what happened to the other races that started on the hards, he still he still could have performed better. And not crash out or spin out, I should say. Well, I think he was just pushing them too hard at the beginning. That's why. Yeah. That's what happened to him. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that but back to qualifying, it wasn't all Carlos Sainz's fault. Should he done better? Yeah, but it wasn't all his fault. The team needs to, you know, back up, up, Bob. Let's do it. So there's two other things that I wanted to talk about uh, with regards to qualifying. Uh, number one is where is the actual pace of the freaking Mercedes engine? We saw the McLarens and the Mercedes both just show up where they had not shown up the previous two races. Is this an anomaly? Are they getting back on track? What is happening here? I think that you'll see um, if this keeps up. I don't know how, how much better that Mercedes engine is going to get. Right now, you're looking at the Mercedes engine being... The slowest engine on the grid, um, behind which is insane. Mm-hmm. But this is not a track that you need top speed to get around. For example, the Ferraris seem to be pretty good everywhere, but they're not. They're not like topping the the, the speed traps. They're mm-hmm. they just have a good num- nimble car that gets around corners very well and very fast. So, uh. And we saw uh, Norris and and both Norris and Ricardo saying, "Listen, this is it's good that we got these results, but the car's not that good. It's just it's characteristic, it's track specific." Yeah, so yeah. what I'm saying is that 
at a track where you don't require to have top speed to be the, the top speed of the car is not influential and on your on your lap time we're probably going to see them do better but at tracks where you need top speed they're gonna they're gonna struggle i don't know i don't know I, you think that i i feel like there's so many straights and so there were so many drs zones that speed I think the speed was a factor. Granted, I feel like I, I, you're right in that coming out of the corners, if you carry the speed well, you're going to be in a, obviously in a much better position. That's just racing. Yeah, and we saw that the car that does the best in those conditions is the Ferrari this yes. year so far, which is why they were, you know, way ahead of even the Red Bulls, and we know the Red Bulls are quick too. So No, I think what, what's happening with Ferrari is that they have such a strong aerodynamics package right now that that is that is was I mean, you pretty much said that as well, but mm -hmm. that is what that has been their their safe ground. Because yeah, yeah, their chassis, their chassis strong. That, no, I'm, I'm, when I say about the, the aerodynamics, because the way they're taking the turns, they're they're taking it way better than anybody else. So that's helping them. Where they're missing the top speed is where this taking you know the turns better balance or being able to play around with the car more. You know, obviously leading also as well with the chassis, they're able to play around more with the car when it comes to the maneuvering of the car. Yeah, that gaps in. That gives them that little edge that the other teams is, is missing. This car reminds me a lot of the 2017 car. Not in, obviously, the way it looks. It's very different. In but the engine, in, too? Which, no, which, not in the engine. Oh, okay. because, Are we talking about the McLaren or the Ferrari? No, we're talking about the Ferrari. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the Ferrari 2017 car, obviously, that's when... Um, that was probably the first season where there was a team that actually really? gave Mercedes... Yeah, they threatened them. They threatened Mercedes, at least for the first half of the season. Um, but that car, the reason why that Ferrari was so quick wasn't because of engine top speed. It was more, it was more nimble. It was faster through, you know, medium, high speed, or more medium to lower, lower, sorry, low speed to medium speed corners. And that's why Vettel at that time, who was a team leader, uh, alongside Kimi was able to challenge, um, was able to challenge, uh, Hamilton, Hamilton. Uh, you know, in, at least in the first half of the season. I think reliability got him at the end. And obviously at the end of the season, you have more higher speed tracks where the engine power is important. Um, but this car reminds me of that. And I'm hoping, obviously, I think Ferrari has more engine upgrades coming coming up. But um, but yeah, they look, they look good so far. But the reason why they're quick is not really because top speed. It's more... They're just their aerodynamics is so good. They're but, able to get the downfall, the downforce through those uh, medium to high speed corners that they're quick and they're you know they can get on the throttle quicker than anybody else. Yeah. Um, the other surprise this weekend, just in general pace, really for qualifying, Alpine. I I don't know where to even put these guys. Are they ahead of Mercedes, like the Mercedes works team? In terms of pace, like I just, I, I just don't know where to see. It. Or was it just Alonso just being Alonso? Granted, he did not possible. Yeah, the qualifying session didn't end well for him, but mm -hmm. they, he, he looked, he was putting it like he was doing a phenomenal. It would have been, it looked like it could have been a front row car. Yeah, at least, I don't know if he would have challenged for pole, but, but they it would have at least been. Third That's what they do in fast tracks. Yeah. They always show with us. Okay, but we just said it's not a fast track. No, you actually said that. I didn't say that. Okay. No, it's a fast track, but you're not getting top speed. That's what I'm trying to tell you. It's still pretty quick, but you're not getting like 
the top speed, the the as fast as these cars can go, you're not gonna get it because it's just not long enough. But it's still a fast track. What I'm saying, what I'm with Alpine, yeah, when you have when you don't have uh when you don't have as many slow corners, I think the Alpine that engine does well. But um but you need a good you need two two good drivers to get to hustle it through that track. And obviously Alonso is one of them. I think Alonso is still one of those drivers that if you put him in a top car, he's gonna get podiums and he's gonna win races. Ocon this weekend didn't do nothing phenomenal, but he was still in the top ten. It's consistent. He's a good number two driver. Yeah, but that's why he's a number two driver. Yeah. But I mean, it's tough to say how I think we were talking about this through chat. It's tough to say what the pecking order is. Yeah. I wouldn't put I wouldn't put um Alpine ahead of Mercedes. Okay, but ahead of McLaren? Yeah. Between McLaren and Mercedes? Yeah. And and I think that, that I mean, McLaren had a good weekend, but hearing what's coming out of the team and obviously we can't fully you know, take stock in what they say because sometimes, you know, they don't really want to give you the true answer. But but just even looking at the performances through the first two races, McLaren cars is going to be track specific. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be fast in certain tracks and it's going to be slow, but it's not going to be fast. Like, it's not going to be fast where it's going to be contending for podiums. It's going to be, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh, getting points. Okay. So I mean Norris qualified well this week. And, and if you see the Alpine's performance in the first three races, they've done pretty well. They scored points in every race. So Okay. Um the race itself. So Oh man, I, I hate to say this, man. We had uh, a Charles Leclerc win. Sergio Perez second place and George Russell third. Obviously there was the DNF by Max Verstappen, DNF by Carlos Sainz. DNF by Sebastian Vettel. Um, not that that matters. <laughs> so here's here's the question that I wanted to ask. The and what kind of we were talking about before. Can anyone who who beats who beats Ferrari at this point right now? Like who catches them? Uh like we talked about, Leclerc has more points than any constructor. Right now, Ferrari's at 104. Mercedes at 65. We know that that's Probably not going to keep up because obviously Red Bull has had a lot of bad luck. Um, bad luck or just reliability is that's what I was going to say. Yeah, reliability is not bad luck. No. So would you say that? Why would reliability be bad luck? You gotta you gotta build the car that the reason why Mercedes is in second place. On in the uh, you have a Mercedes driver in second place in the driver standing, and you have Mercedes in second place in the constructors. The only reason they're there is because they're reliable. They built a reliable car because that's what the constructors is for. Not, not only for, building a fast car, not but fast, <laughs> but reliable. But a reliable. You you have to build both a reliable and fast car, and that was Max's argument at the end of the race. You know, we sh we shouldn't be having these problems in order for you to build to win a championship. One, you have to have a car that has to finish reliability and a fast car. It's hard for me to say reliability. So there was the one power unit. OK, obviously that that's an issue. But the, what happened yesterday or what happened during this race it being at that weird time just has me so messed up. It what happened during that race with. He smelled a weird fluid. 
It, was, it caught on fire. He had to stop the car and jump out of it before the team even knew. I don't know if that's a reliability thing. It's a fuel leak. That means that there wasn't a hose put on right or something's going wrong, but it's a, the building of a car. That's a reliability issue. Mm-hmm. It's not something that happens out of you nowhere. You think it was a fuel leak? It was a fuel leak. Okay. That's exactly what happened. It was a fuel leak right before. Uh, right, it, it was. Pro- I don't know. They didn't obviously announce exactly if it was like a busted hose or anything, but it was a fuel leak. That's why it started. That's why they. I think they saw the temperatures get too high. And they were like, "Yo, stop the car!" And okay. there was even a fire coming out in the back. Max had to get one of the marshals to, to you know, to was no, pay attention. Wait, wait. The fire was so big, Max had to point at the fire. Yeah, that's why. Was, that's why I would question. But, there, if it was, but still, a fire in no, the car. No, but that's why I'm questioning if it was a fuel leak. Well, else would fuel it be? leak? The you, car would have been engulfed, right? You no, I mean it. it's probably not a big fuel leak, but it's still a fuel leak nonetheless. He said it was a, he a weird. He said it was system. a weird smell. I feel like he would know what a fuel smell is. Except, well, maybe I don't garbage. think I don't think it was a fuel leak. They're covering up saying it's a fuel leak. I don't think it was a fuel leak. It, it was it's just the car's not reliable. There's Either something way, wrong with the car. Either way, it's not reliable. The, there's something and wrong with the car. They're having issues with the fuel. They have first they have issues with the fuel pumps. Now, I mean, from what I heard, is a fuel leak. Maybe we'll see mm-hmm. once the news comes out. We're doing this a mon- Monday right after the race, the Monday after the race. So we'll see what the news comes out. We're pretty probably going to get word of it during this week, but it's still it, it's a reliability issue, and it's hit uh, it hit both cars in the first race. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the second race they finished. They got they got. But there were different. We could say it was you know fuel pump related, but there were. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the first race. The problems in the first race was, I think, was different than what happened to Max yesterday, because in the first race, especially for for Checo, the car just shut shut off. Yeah, the but car it, yesterday to Max did not shut off, so I believe you know. But that's, that's a, even worse because now you got two problems instead yeah, of one. I know that's, not, that's they have problems there. Yeah, they have they have a lot of issues to resolve. But I like what I believe Horner was the one that said that, that he prefers to fix issues like on a fast car than to try to make a slow car go fast or something like that. Like try to work on the car to make a slow car go faster. Yeah, he's just saying that because that's of his course. position. He'd probably be saying that <laughs> if he was in Mercedes position, he'd be saying the same the thing. He was he would be saying no, what, what, what Russell saying that said because that. of what Russell yeah, said. Yeah, he exactly. was he was just coming back at what Russell said. The, the, you know the soap opera continues. Mm-hmm. So I mean, look the the next the next closest team is Mercedes. They're they're 40, 39 points down. Red Bull is forty nine points down. So. That's a DNF for both racers plus, essentially. You're eliminating one race on the back end. Uh, the Ferrari. Who's going to catch them? Mercedes will. They did not finish. <laughs> Let them ask the question. They did not finish. One of their drivers did not finish this yes. race. Mm-hmm. Right? We can say that's bad luck? No, that's a reliability issue. The driver spun out into the gravel. And, and beached the car. That's not reliability. Well, yeah, but he also had he issues. had issues, but he had issues with the with the with the steering wheel before. No, but you're right. It but was, before, like at, at the yeah. race, the, it, I think the problem he had was just he couldn't just get the tires work because the way he started, he saw he lost more p- pl- places, and he just got desperate. I wanted to, and he just up, not overcooked the tires, but he wanted the tires to to act up quick because he was just he was overdriving the car. There you go. Listen, because in that corner, he was also coming. Way he should have finished the race. The car was still quick. Yes. He wasn't in the ideal position. And I saw, like, seeing the interviews afterwards with Mattia Bernardo and Carlos Sainz, there seems to be, uh, and we see, we see Carlos's face 
every time, you know, Leclerc's obviously having a phenomenal season. He just get bummed. <laughs> He's bummed out almost to the point where he looks pissed off. Um, I think the exact quote and and or um, I'll be, I'll paraphrase was that the team needs to be perfect. So he's kind of blaming the team. This is Carlos Sainz saying it, and Matteo Bonotto didn't blame Sainz, but he said that he needs to do better. He needs, you know, he he needs to be quicker. So there's a bit of a blame game, not knowing who. <laughs> what the hell is like, that? I'm not blaming Sainz, but he yeah, needs I'm to do not, better. Yeah, he, needs to be do, quicker. he needs to be quicker. He's not saying he's not talking about the clerk, but he's not blaming science. But you, but regardless of any other problems that come up, we've seen drivers, we've seen Daniel Ricciardo win Monaco with half an engine. We've seen Leclerc, I mean not Leclerc. Well, we've seen uh, Max Verstappen. Leclerc again, okay. Go ahead. Max Verstappen win races with issues. We've seen the greats: Lewis Hamilton, Ayrton Senna, Nigel Mansell. We've seen all of these drivers win races with issues with the car. So if you're going to be a top-tier driver, and if you're going to compete for the championship, you got to kind of like put these in the back and drive the car and not spin out when you can score good points with a quick car for your team. Granted, the team didn't do it. What didn't, didn't you know, live up to the billing because mm-hmm. obviously there was a mistake you know that's all reliability. If you can't start the car, which is dumb, um, if your your steering wheel is not working, steering wheel, steering yeah, wheel. that's kind of important. Uh, you got to drive the car with the steering wheel, and it controls other cars. But regardless of that, fine. Your grip is not there with the tires. Keep it calm. Once the grip comes in, because we know that those hard tires. Obviously, we saw. Alex Albon drive fifty seven laps, all but two laps with the hard tire. Those 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 tires did have a pace once you get them warmed up. Calm down, drive your race, and score some points for the team. So don't be a hero. We, we we're not in, in you know we don't listen to all the radios, but you don't think that that should have been his engineer telling him down on his ear like, hey, it's just the beginning of the race. Calm down, calm down. Don't over you know don't overdrive the car. Remember, it was lap three, so what that's you fine. But but <laughs> but you, since lap one, we're seeing you having problems with the car. You know, meaning when I say lap one, as soon as he started the race, he couldn't get the, the tires to work because he's, oh, you know, he spun the tires or whatever the hell he because he was just, you know, and that's how he lost a bunch of places. His engineer, hey, come down, come down to the beginning of the race because, you know, obviously, who would, if he would have continued, who are they going to use as an example? A straw that came in to change his tires for one lap and came back out and changed it again? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, to get rid of the hearts. So if you like, because remember, they also, they don't follow the lead of other, other constructors, but they also see, how things are going with them to react on, you know, on obviously. Yeah. Because they, cause they want to get some data to see how, how things are, are moving along the race. I get that. But listen, I, that's a, I, anybody who's listening and I'm telling you guys watch and see what happens between dynamic between Carlos Sainz, Ferrari and, and Charles Leclerc, because obviously we all know how competitive um, Carlos Sciences, and you can see it in his face that he's that he's he's pissed off that he's not the one getting all the accolades. And if he starts, if they start playing doing the blame game, that's gonna be an issue within that team that could cur- that that could sabotage how good that team is and how good that car is so far. You know, and honestly. Carlos Sainz, we all say he's a great, we know he's a great, great driver. He's a consistent driver. 
But I personally feel that he's never been quicker than Leclerc, neither in qualifying or a race. So for him to do that, it's going to be almost like a situation like Lewis Hamilton, Valtteri Bottas. And Damn. is Carlos Sainz going to be that Bottas where he's going to be like, all right. Damn. He, and look how look at the points difference. Eventually, Ferrari's going to have to back Leclerc. How's he going to feel? They're already doing it. You know? How's he going to feel about that? What do you think, Wells? Uh, I mean, we saw the blame game play out with Sebastian Vettel and Ferrari mm-hmm. two years ago. Yeah. And we saw how that worked out. Um, it just was not good for both the driver and the team. Uh, We've seen it happen with Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton. Sorry. To, uh, I'm to just Lewis. talking about just in mm-hmm. di- in Ferrari where we have such a recent example of yeah. it with the same, almost the same management structure and mm-hmm. et cetera. It's like, that's, you know, it's a good example there. We have seen Carlos Sainz be faster than Leclerc last season. Mm-hmm. He did beat him in the in the overall driver standing. Mm-hmm. And um, granted, he didn't beat him up. He didn't really beat him a lot in qualifying, or or he wasn't as or flashy in the in, yeah. He was reliable, right? So you know, I want to caution against counting Carlos Sainz out because we've seen how mentally strong he can be. And we've not seen Charles Leclerc face any issues at yeah. this point. We've seen we've seen Carlos Sainz face issues. We've seen some of the top guys face issues. And we just haven't seen something it, it, during the season. It's a long season. It's going to happen. And then, you know, it'll start to bring things back into balance. Um, mm-hmm. But when, you know, things change, one thing is like last season when the cars, what, maybe top of the midfield as it, as it finished out at the end of the season, We've seen that everything can be harmonious then, but now you got a championship caliber car. And that's that's what has me a little bit. I believe in Chile. He'll put through. I, I hope so. I, I because think so too. I hope so, but I mean the gap only gets bigger if he doesn't if, if he doesn't start performing. Uh, and then what happens is is that if that gap gets bigger, then Ferrari has no choice. They gotta back the championship. Of course. And and he's gotta fall in line. But then he signs. To win the control. No, no, no. Okay. Absolutely, yeah. Just in case. Absolutely. Just in case it goes Especially I'm, with how Perez has been driving. Yes. Yeah, I'm just... Yeah, because Perez is driving lights out. So, wait. Before we get there, mm-hmm. you guys never let me freaking finish. I'm so, sorry. We saw issues, obviously, with Carlos Sainz. We saw issues with porpoising, which Ferrari had not had before. This weekend, they had a lot yeah, of porpoising. They had a lot more than... It was last. showing more than ever. And they were still... Quick. Pole position, clear rate, uh, grand slam for Charles Leclerc. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so then the question begs to be asked, who beats who beats Ferrari? If they fix the porpoising, if Carlos Sainz actually scores, who beats them throughout the season? Still too early to tell? It's yeah. still early to tell, and I just look, the most recent example was last season. Uh, when... Red Bull looked down and out, and Mercedes looked dominant. Last season? Back up, back come Max and Red Bull, <laughs> and they tie it up. And then at some, the championship battle was up and down, and we thought we always thought that the Red Bull was a better car. Then Mercedes comes back, you know, and they tie up the 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 driver the, the 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 driver's championship and it just went up and down up and down up and down and this season with the new rules is going to be even more erratic because we don't know what upgrades are coming 
We still don't even have a pecking order. It's just, you know, you don't know. We, we again, by the, the beginning of the season, last season, we thought that Red Bull was by far and away going to run away with everything. Right? Uh, then all of a sudden, the last eight races of the season, Mercedes has a way better car, faster engine. And they make all these engine engine swaps, and it's like, oh, now the Mercedes is a better car. So you don't. It just it's gonna go up and down. You don't know. That's why. It's, and on top of that, we got twenty more races. Twenty more races. That's a whole season. Still too early to call, man. I don't know if I. I mean, Mercedes started out. Lewis Hamilton started out winning three out of four races. Yeah. So, but we didn't, we couldn't have said that the Red Bull looked so much more dominant. That didn't make any. That wouldn't make any sense. I'm not saying that they look that much more dominant. What I'm saying, what they're saying is that even though, even though, Mercedes was winning the races, everybody thought the consensus was that the Red Bull was fast, and eventually Red Bull will get it together and they start winning races, which happened. Right, Max went on a on a, on a tear. Then Lewis Hamilton goes back on a tear. And they, then you had that whole drama with everybody wanting to change their engines because they wanted fresher engines. And then Lewis Hamilton won, what, the last eight, five, six races or something like Well, besides Abu Dhabi? Lewis Hamilton won three out of the last four. Four. And, and he was going to win that last one. And all of a sudden, the Mercedes was fast. It was an up-and-down season. Like, you couldn't really tell who was the best team, who had the best car, who had the fastest car. Again... Right now, yes, the Ferrari's faster. But we don't know how th- when the upgrades come, we have new rules. Who's you know, who figured something out? There's still so much to play for in this season. I ain't caught it nothing. It's good that my team and my favorite driver has a strong lead, which we got off to a strong start. That's good. But I've seen it before. Awesome. I've seen it before. 2017, 2018. Mercedes, uh, Ferrari's fighting the Mercedes. It's close. You know, Sebastian Vettel has a lead in the driver's championship. 20, 30-point lead. All of a sudden, Lewis Hamilton comes back and runs away with the championship. I'm saying it's happened before. Calm down. Let's see what happens. Okay. If you say so. Yeah. So we touched on it before. Red Bull's reliability. Typically, gremlins, when they uh, show up, they stick around, right? <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. But it seems... And we've seen it. That's like the norm, honestly, from yeah. Red Bull, as opposed to them being reliable, which was an anomaly last season. Mm-hmm. Right? We always... We've, we've seen it... We were waiting year. all yeah. season for that last we're year. We were waiting all season for it. We saw it every year with uh, them and Ricardo. Ultimately, that's one of the reasons why he left. They so, got off to a... I mean, I wouldn't say they got off to a slow start. Um, that was what, 19, it was 17, 18, 19. They got off to a slow start and they just, they came on, you know, um, yeah. they came on at the end. They won, the, you know, no, they no, were able I, to, they, they've always been, they they've always, always had a strong, good, good starters. Ricardo at one point had, was, was almost no. tied for the, for, yeah, for the driver's championship. And also remember that, that, um, that, you um, need to check that because they've always they one thing that 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 was a that was a point for them in 2020 was that they and and, and 2019 but they couldn't pull it off is that they wanted to make sure that they finished the car quicker so they off to a better start than they would the last few seasons and that's the reason why last season they were able to put up put a 
put a fight together to the Mercedes because they made sure that their car was quick at the beginning. When did this start with And Honda? even in 2016, when they were expect, well, I think in 2016 and 2017, 2016, they were running, they were running third behind Ferrari, and they actually overtook Ferrari for for second place because they came on strong at the end. That's why in 2017 they thought that the Red Bull was going to challenge the Mercedes, and they never and it never um, transpired that way. Well, we know why. Why the Ferrari cheating engine? Dude, I'm talking about 2016. Oh, okay. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like in 17, that's why it never came into place. Well, 2017 wasn't a cheating engine. The 20 that was 2019, bro. Yes, he admitted it. Um, <laughs> so do, do I've we been expect, admitting it. Do we expect reliability issues to continue? Was really my question. For Rebel, yes. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no. When I say for Rebel, because. We're back to what Rebel normally is. They, you know, obviously now it's just when Rebel started focusing more on being faster, the the other areas is when began struggling. So remember, before every time Rebel would come in, they always had a, a strong a strong aerodynamics package. Like the aero package was probably top notch. They were divest at that, but they focused so much on going faster that they started losing that battle even even on their pit stops yes they do pit stops but you know the double stacking which mercedes made norm they were the one doing that at the beginning and executing it perfectly so when they they put all their focus i guess on getting faster because the only way we're going to catch mercedes all these other areas started suffering as well and the reliability is not much not much towards the end the reliability you know i remember it was with the renault engine that without having all these reliability issues in the past when they, they were just blowing engines left and right. It happened, I, think, I believe it happened to Ricardo, to Max in Mexico. You know, even towards the end of the year, they were blowing engines still. So let's just pray that that doesn't happen for them this year. The three teams that you can expect, especially if they get up to a bad start or they have a, a, a time where they're just not as quick as another team, the three teams that you can expect to come back is always going to be Mercedes, Red Bull, and Ferrari. Why? They have the team. They have the engineering team behind them. Mm -hmm. They have the know-how. They know how to win. So is there any doubt? I don't have any doubt that Mercedes is going to come back. It's just how long is it going to take them? I don't. I never had any doubt that the Ferraris were going to be competing for a championship. It's just how long is it going to take them? It took them two or three years, but they're back. Right? Same thing. With Red Bull. The last time they won a championship before last year, or even competed for a championship last year, was when Seb was on the team right before the new hybrid engine came into play in Mercedes. We see we know how dominant they they get they they have been throughout this season. And they won a championship last season. What do you mean? No, the last time the last said. time that they won a championship, Red Bull was mm -hmm. before the hybrid era. Yes, yes, twenty fourteen with Sebastian Vettel. Mm -hmm. But we had no doubt, even though it took them a while, even though it took them a while, same thing with Ferrari, that they were going to be competing for championships. And Mercedes, you know, every time Mercedes has a bad weekend, they always come back. And look at Mercedes now; they're down and out, but they're still getting points. They know what they have to do, and in the meantime. I even saw an article today where Lewis is expecting to have Zoom calls with engineers, with the engine department. What can we do right now to get the car better? 
under the leadership of Lewis Hamilton. We know that they're going to be back. Those three teams, regardless of how long it takes them, eventually they'll be back competing for championships. So I have no doubt that Red Bull can get it together because they have a quick car. They just get, they just got to bear down and get it together. Just the same way Mercedes is going to get together. We know that they're going to be competing. It's just a matter of how long is it going to take them to get there. 20 more races to go. 20 more races to go. So to reference what Yancey was saying, uh, there's an article on Motorsport with Hamilton engaging more with the team. He is clear that Mercedes cannot afford to wait two or three more races for potential development upgrades, obviously because you're going to just fall further behind. Mm -hmm. Quote, there's a lot of work and there'll be a lot of calls naturally. I'm on a lot of Zoom calls with all the sponsors and our bosses really trying to rally them up. We've got some improvements that we need to make and we need everyone's support in doing so and just making sure we leave no stone unturned. It's in making sure the hunger is really there and we're maximizing absolutely every moment. So we saw at the end of the year last year that they lost on essentially a technicality. I thought that they would be coming back here in Super Saiyan mode, just wiping the floor with everybody. There's a lot of potential and a lot of talent on that team. Granted, a lot of people moved over to Red Bull, right? They 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 had like they a, had some a talent leak, the, let's call yeah, it. Um, from the power trend. They're going to hang around, and once those upgrades start coming, I foresee the car getting better. Can it be a championship contender, though, based on the pace that we're seeing? It's a lot to make up. It's a lot. A full second off of Leclerc in qualifying. It's a lot to make Leclerc, up. who was porpoising already. Yeah. You're right. I see it, but I, and I, I, I never call Mercedes out. I'm not, I've done it before. I'm not going to do it again. Personal. <laughs> Burned Personal. once, right? Fool me nope. once. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. <laughs> Any further thoughts on Mercedes? They'll come back. And they, I, slow and, and honestly, they have a better driver lineup this season than last season. So that counts for something. Yo, the driver doofus of the weekend. Here we go. I wasn't thinking about it, but I think that's a good name. Driver doofus of the freaking weekend. Congratulations, Lance Stroll. Complete freaking dumbass. Yo, your man, whatever the cause may be, right? <laughs> Crashes into, he speeds past Latifi, then slows down, allowing Latifi, you know, making Latifi think that he's not going to, he's going to allow him past or allow somebody past, then closes the gap and causing a crash or partially causing a crash in qualifying. Dude, what are you doing? Pay attention. Like, just be smart. Also gets a penalty for, he says he, he didn't think he did it. For weaving while on the straight, trying to keep people back behind. He didn't think he did. He it did it multiple times. He did it multiple times, and each I time I don't get the weaving penalty. Crofty and Brundle were calling him on it on the international feed. The guy's a dumbass. Like just, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I always I try to. <laughs> you know what's gonna happen? I'm gonna get sued by by yeah. the, the Stroll Foundation. Uh -huh. Daddy Stroll is gonna find me and kill me. Why? What? What? You call him a dumbass and a doofus. <laughs> a, yeah, the driver doofus. Of you the got day. another D for him? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I like. Did he slow down 
to make room for the car that was behind them too to go through because that car was coming fast too. Who knows what, what he was doing? But it was like an Alfa Romeo. Coming it back. was completely. This is the way it was done. Like. Completely it was so avoidable. Erratic. Yeah, it was so on both of their parts. Latifi. Let me go. It was was it Latifi or Albon? It was Latifi. It Latifi? was Latifi. Gotcha. So, Latifi's another Albon, one too. He, yeah, he's the the driver. I don't know. Whatever. Also dumbass of the day. He's like why? The, why would like you be trying new, to pass he's him? He's a new Mazepin. He's, yes. like, he's this season's Mazepin. <laughs> or maybe Mazepin being so bad covered up Latifi last year. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Your third year in F one, bro. He's just he he's costing the Williams has had to pay out more in repairs than any other team because of Latifi and Haas has been in some pretty spectacular crashes this year too. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Dude. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Get these get the, get these Canadians off the track now. Wow. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. About to start World War Three. Whoa. Um, no. No. Whoa. We love our friends. Canada. Um. I don't know. I just think Stroll just just go home. Just he's, listen, he's he rich. Going just just get out of here, dude. Like get out of here. Question for yeah. you. You think uh if he keeps performing this way, he's not going Stroll anywhere. will kick him off the team? No, he's not going anywhere. How about you? you think so? Kicked out? No, he might be pushed out. And that is like, hey, we'll put him in why? a reserve room. Huh? Why? Yeah, something. He's doing better than his teammate. Well, that's true. <laughs> he's doing Whoever his teammate is, he's doing better than them. Yeah. How bad is Aston Yes, that's, that's pretty bad. How bad is Aston Martin? How much has year? the you know, copycat card, you know, how much damage did it do to the team that they were not, you know, like. They didn't develop it no, right. I think this is completely feelings, no facts here, okay? I think that feelings. the minute you start gloating yeah. and we've seen this with Ferrari and we've yeah. seen this with McLaren Yeah, the minute that you start gloating that no it's gonna get better and we're gonna do great and we're gonna be fighting for championships in a certain amount of time the F1 gods come upon you and yeah. rain hell on you yeah. you ain't going nowhere and yeah. you are toast well more than that but we saw it with Ferrari, we saw it with McLaren, and we saw. And we've seen it. We've seen, and now we're seeing it with Aston Martin, dude. Come just like what Ferrari did last year. Stay quiet. Stay quiet. Do what you gotta do. Keep it calm. Keep it cool. Keep it collected. And all of a sudden, boom! Come up with a cool ass design of a car that's quick. No side pots. With the dope side pods. Was, they have the biggest side pods I, yeah, in the damn. I was, I was, I was I threw out Mercedes, no side pods. You get me? <laughs> and look at McLaren. The, la the last few years, McLaren, they got rid of people. They restructured. They brought in Andreas Seidel. Everybody was calling for Zach Brown's head. All of a sudden, the guy looks like a super marketing genius with all these sponsors. Dude. And he's in every series. He's in an Extreme E. He has, he has cars in, in IndyCar. Like... And I think they they want to do a uh, Le Mans program or WEC program. He's distracted. Like, but <laughs> McLaren is is fighting. You know, is fighting at least at the top of the midfield for the past two years. We'll see how they come out this year. But they didn't gloat. They were like, "Yo, we're just gonna do our work. We're gonna keep expectations low." But the minute you come in, open chested, raw. 
looking like you're a fucking mafia boss, then, you know, things have a way of coming to bite you in the ass. Push troll. So, I mean, they, dude, they suck this year, bro. And we're talking about a big name manufacturer with a ton of money. They're building a big factory where, where they're going to consolidate everything together. They're talking a big game. And look at where they're at. They bought in a big name driver in Sebastian Vettel, and they gave him a dud of a car. That's, it looks that's, cool. That's the other D right there. <laughs> no, I wasn't thinking about that one. But <laughs> driver hero of the day. I gotta say, I it may not be popular. I already right? know. I already know who it is. I think. Go ahead. Hold I would. You I'm know, I, I'm gonna say it's George Russell to outdrive seven time world champion Lewis Hamilton to finish his first actual podium because the one in Spa didn't count. It was a shortened race last year. I thought that he did a tremendous job. Uh, no? You guys disagree? You guys are looking at me like I got three heads. Not to take anything away from George Rush. I'm on. Okay. No, no, no. I want to hear what Ruben's going to say because he's just going to... Yeah, I agree with Yancy. That's what he's going to say. Okay, who ahead, who would Ruben? be your driver hero? I was going to say album. He went at That's Checo what you Paris. were going to say, right, Yancy? He went at Checo Paris for the title, you know, with the uh, traction control. But um, I think... Russell and Ham, they were pretty much neck to neck with the speed with each other. I believe. I think. Listen to what you're saying. Hmm. Russell neck to neck with Hamilton. Yeah, because the car they have, and and. Yeah, I thought he said he wanted me to. Check. Go ahead. <laughs> not, no, go ahead. You're and while I check something on the computer on the on the phone. Go okay. Ahead. The only reason that Russell was able to get ahead of of Hamilton was because Hamilton got caught out on a safety car. Hamilton was running ahead of George Russell the entire race. Yeah. Right? And he had just gotten passed by he had just gotten passed by Sergio Perez who was obviously a quicker car. And he was coming back at it. And, him. and he was coming back at him and then the, the safety car came Deployed out. right there, yeah. Deployed right there. And in the pits Russell was able to pit before I was it before that's why I was checking to see if Russell yeah. pit under the safety car. To yeah, stand he the pit under the safety car and he got ahead of of Lewis Hamilton. Not that I'm saying that he wasn't quick, it doesn't wasn't as quick. Up to, up to they, the point they were but, together throughout the whole race. The, though, the, before that, before the, I think the only reason that Hamilton didn't finish ahead of Russell was because of that safety car period. You win some, you lose some. My hero of the week was Alex Albon. How many? It was 59 laps? 57. No, well, no, no. I'm talking about the, the entire race. race is 58, 50, 58. 58. He drove 57 laps on the same hard tire that he, he started, with. started the race through safety cars, through the entire race, cars. running in eighth place, got up to eighth place, was running in eighth place, and he had to stop. Seventh, I think. He seventh. Got seventh? Yeah. Seventh. But what, what he I got don't, up to seventh, then he pitted. Yeah. And lost those positions. He lost those positions. So he was running in seventh place. He pitted and came out in tenth because he had to pit. Because if he didn't pit, he would have gotten disqualified. Got one point. So he said that he had to put in qualifying laps to even maintain that tenth place before the He pit said stopped. the last 20 laps were like qualifying laps. Yep. Did you guys see? There was an interview. On the hard tire. <laughs> which is, so number one, 
apparently there were fans already in the pit lane by the time he pitted because it's like <laughs> it was so late <laughs> and then number two there was an interview guys if you can check out the uh f1 youtube channel uh, yeah that was there was great. an interview where, yeah um where lando norris and alex albon were together they were interviewing each other and just <laughs> yeah, that was dope. back and forth and he said exactly what i've kind of been thinking for the last couple of watching these last three races Nobody's figured out the tires yet. No. no. No freaking body. So we saw in this weekend, we saw Mercedes doing double outlaps to warm up the tires. Mm -hmm. We saw Carlos Sainz not be able to handle the, the hard tire. We saw uh, who came out and who else came out in the hard way? Stroll. Um, Stroll came. Well, he, he pitted on the mediums and then went back to the hard for safety, but then he got off. For, not for safety, but for strategy issues. No, he had the hearts. Changed the medium, did one lap, came back, and got the hearts again. Strategy. Oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That way you could go long for yeah, the yeah, yeah. hearts. Um, Alonso was the other one that started on the hearts. Alonso started on the hearts as well. Vettel and Signs. Nobody's been able Nobody's to figure it out. it out. And check this out. The they the um we saw that the Ferrari was purposing like crazy. Um even though they were super quick, but they were purposing like crazy. So the the thought was maybe because the Ferrari was purposing so much during the race, they would have higher tire degradation than the Red Bull. Right. And the Red Bull was the one that was having trouble with the tire deg and, and the Ferraris were good. And that and you see that, that that Red Bull's planted. It doesn't bounce at all. Yeah. So it's uh, nobody's figured it out. Nobody knows what's going on. Uh, so that's another like variable in the equation of what the hell is going to happen this season? But going back to the post-race, uh, Lando and, and Albon interview. What's the lady's name that she works for F1? I don't I don't remember her name. The, I think the that was lady. Rosanna Tennant. There you go. That's her name. Mm -hmm. She asked Lando, oh, do you want to hang around and keep going with the interview? You did great. <laughs> no, I got to go. I gotta yeah. go. <laughs> no. That was nice. They should actually make that a segment because their chemistry, obviously, Lando and Alex was was great. Yeah, they were questioning. Uh, where are you? Like, yeah, I was like four seconds behind you. Like, were you really? Yeah. The one, thing I, well, the one thing I did see was that the uh, the what they call us the quote unquote the Twitch Quartet. What did you? What did you? Which is uh, screw the Leclerc, rules. Leclerc, Russell, uh, Lando Norris, and Alex no. Albon all finishing the points for the first time together. The next generation. Yep. Here we go. And that's obviously what got me to question you guys. What happens if you don't pit? When because I saw that interview it's a DQ, yeah. when when I, I mean, when Lando Tarbon, screw the rules. Just don't, <laughs> what would you pit for? Oh, yeah, of course he would say that. Go ahead. He, you got a point. <laughs> oh, uh, even even his his team, they told he was eleventh. Yeah. Oh no, P ten, P ten, P ten. Oh, you're not good with numbers this All weekend. Right, listen, that's my hero. He should have been driver of the day. Even though Leclerc was light so that was out this weekend, but early in the podcast, I wasn't answer, but we we moved on. So, do we see? Team calls so they could switch between Russell and Hamilton because they were close to each other pretty much. And Hamilton was pushing him. Yes, he was saying he was he needs to speed. Uh, up. And then Hamilton was saying, "Damn, you guys put me." Hamilton was always, always going to say that though. Well, it's because of but, the but safety it was car. They, of the they safety explained car. it to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, it was because of the safety car. But I mean, I, I think overall, if if that didn't happen, I think Hamilton would have finished ahead of Russell. Why would they issue any team orders? No, no, just saying. Like, do we see that coming down the road? Because even they, they even, I think Brundle even mentioned. Like, do you see them telling them to switch? The only the only reason I would see that they would have to to implement team orders that wouldn't been that wouldn't have been the place because mm -hmm. we're already late in the race and 
what's most important for Mercedes at this point, considering that their car is not quick at all, is that they have to maximize their points. Yes. So you wouldn't want to race. You wouldn't want. Sorry. You wouldn't want to risk that just because one driver wants to finish ahead of the other. Guys, <laughs> we're missing the forest for the trees here. Team orders is to try and ensure that. Your guy, your lead driver that has the, the most, most points, points for the championship is going to win the championship. They're not yeah. near the diamond yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, there's no point. That would be, yeah. And beyond that, Russell is leading by nine points, 37 to 28. So it's like, it's not even worth talking about. Sorry for hitting the trees. Sorry, Woods. Missing the forest for the trees. <laughs> uh, anything else to talk about during this race? Um, Stroll sucks. Yeah, Stroll sucks. Latifi sucks. Damn, we went back to Stroll sucks. That was the dude. Just when he was, I guess, doing better, we were going back to Stroll sucks. Poor guy. No, it's, you know what it is? Is There were other guys to take the heat off of him. Uh, Latifi and Mazepin. Now, Latifi is just Latifi. What happened to Haas this weekend? Why this supposed to be quick? Yeah, I don't know. Gunther Steiner said he just they just didn't have the car this weekend. There was nothing really beyond that that they said. Yeah, it's uh, Australia like their nemesis, you know, the tire incident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, but they're usually quick in Australia, so I don't know. I mean, it was weird. Um, Alpha is nowhere, dude. It's so I'm just we can't, I can't figure out a picking one. I don't know who's where or what's what. The only thing we do know is that the Ferraris and the Red Bulls are the quickest right now, yeah, yeah, and then. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, and we can say that a far third is, is the Mercedes because even with all their issues, they're still the third quickest. Well, they said they were the fat, the, the fifth fastest car, but they're still, they're still getting points finishing fifth and sixth well, and this, and this weekend, third or fourth. Um, and then, you know, Red Bull has their reliability issues that they got to figure it out. The only team that looks good together is. That looks good right now is Ferrari, mm-hmm. but uh, again, I'm I'm worried about how that team chemistry is going to play out, especially with the championship fight. Um, a lot of storylines going into the next season. We got 20 races left, man. It's going to be a long one. It's going to be fun. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Sprint race next time. Ooh, Ooh nice. So, guys, Wait, uh, what, yeah. I got one. Uh, this weekend was the ending of Bottas. Streak yes. going to Q3. He had 103 races yes. that he qualified, at least in qualify, qualifying, went to Q3. Yeah, this week, that this weekend, that snapped. That's why I was crying this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. Yeah, I think that Ferrari did well, but their customer teams just didn't have it this season, this week. This weekend. Yeah. Hmm. All right, with all that said, guys, make sure to catch us next week. Um, we're across all. Mo- uh, major podcast platforms please leave a review whatever you got um also we're on instagram and twitter at jump to start f1 uh that's pretty much it stop by say hello hi hi and uh see you guys next week we'll be talking about imola the sprint race and the race per review that's it peace peace